Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Let's go. Now from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida and the T.R. Hughes Holmes Broadcast Center, here's Matt Pauley. On a Thursday night, we welcome you in to Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Indeed, we are broadcasting live from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. It is a Graybar Sports Open Line. We take you for the next couple hours until 8 o'clock this evening. And uh, certainly a lot to get into uh, today. A lot of Cardinals baseball stuff. Cardinals, uh, they end up falling short today. They lose to Houston by a 6 nothing score. They faced some really good pitching today. That's part of it. Uh, they did not get a whole lot going from an offensive standpoint as they collect just three hits. And then something that we're going to spend a fair amount of time talking about uh, in the program tonight, uh, the comments that were made by Adam Wainwright. And I want to attack this kind of in two different things. So he's going to the World Baseball Classic. Uh, there's a lot of people on social media that just based off what Wainwright said after the game today thought that him going to the World Baseball Classic is not a good decision. We're going to touch on that in hour number two. In hour number one, and this is what we're going to do at about 6.30, I want to gauge where your level of concern is at when it comes to Adam Wainwright going into the season. Because from a velo standpoint, a velocity standpoint, he has not gotten to where uh, most people would like to see him at. He's been topping out at about 86 miles per hour, and that's not uh, that's not great uh, for him. Also, uh, after the game today, he admitted that he had some sort of a burn on his finger, and as the game went along, the burn kind of the skin on his finger where the burn was kind of opened up a little bit, and that impacted it. And then just like in his last appearance, he uh, he talked about the fact that He's kind of dealing with a lower body, in, uh, not injury. I don't want to use the word injury, but he's dealing with like a, a hitch in his lower body that's impacting uh, the velocity. So his velocity is down. 
Uh, he had a number of balls hit off of him today uh, that were at 100 miles per hour or more when it comes to the exit velocity. So the numbers are not great when it comes to Wainwright and uh, his ERA. And again, I I feel dumb even mentioning an ERA when we're sitting here talking about two starts and a handful of innings during spring training. Like that, that really doesn't matter. But at the same time, his ERA through a couple starts is 7.20. So this is what I want to do. We're going to discuss this at about 6.30. I would love to hear from you on the text line and also on Twitter. So you can text me, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you text in, or you can tweet at me, tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. And my question to you, and we'll read your texts and your tweets later on, what is your concern level at right now for Adam Wainwright in terms of him being a contributing member of the team and of the rotation? Just based off the fact, and it is a way small sample size, and it's really, really, really early in spring training. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that what we've seen from him right now means much of anything. But it's all we've seen. And now he's going to leave for the World Baseball Classic, and we won't see him wearing a Cardinals uniform again uh, for a while. Team USA expected to go on a pretty good run. So it could be, it could be a bit until he's going to uh, return to camp. What is your concern level at when it comes to Adam Wainwright, especially considering the fact that he struggled down the stretch of the year last year? You remember the season got done, and he had that long post that he put out where he explained that they had figured out what happened, what went wrong, what was going on in his delivery, and they had it all fixed, and he's really disappointed they didn't get to pitch in the postseason because he felt like he had it fixed, and he felt like he was going to be able to get back to the effectiveness of uh, early on in the season. So it's it has been a while. It's been quite some time since we have seen Adam Wainwright pitch at a high level for a a consistent amount of time, and now he has not been. Uh, again, you, you don't look at the numbers of the the direct numbers, the ERA, the runs given up, the hits given up, but you do look at his velocity, and it's not where it needs to be. You do look at the exit velocity on some of the pitches he's being thrown, and see that he's getting hit pretty hard. And there's some people who are a little bit uh, startled or alarmed on that one. So we'll talk about that a whole lot more at about uh, 6.30, 6.35. If you want to get those texts and tweets lined up right now, we'll read some of those then. Again, you can uh, text me, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's where you text. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. And my question for you is, what is your current level of concern when it comes to Adam Wainwright. Uh, so obviously a lot of baseball to get to. Uh, we are going to be uh, joined coming up uh, next hour. Uh, he is here uh, covering the Cardinals and covering uh, the Cardinals minor leaguers. Daniel Guerrero from STL Today and STL Pinch Hits. He is going to uh, join us at about 7.20 or so, around 7.35. We are going to uh, go back through uh, the comments that were made by uh, manager Oliver Marmel today, and uh, I'll give you my thoughts on those. So we've got a lot going on between now and uh, 8 o'clock this evening. We'll talk some uh, college basketball as well. Up next, though, we are going to uh, we'll shift gears. Uh, St. Louis City SC had a fantastic start to their existence when they went to Austin and were able to uh, pick up a victory. And now they've got uh, their first ever home match 
coming up this weekend when they are going to uh, take on Charlotte. We will preview that with the uh, Spanish voice of City SC. He is Santiago Beltran, and he's going to join us in just a moment or so. This is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. We are broadcasting from the TR Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter, and we're back with more in just a moment right here on KMOX. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sports Open Line does continue. My name is Matt Pauley, coming your way from Jupiter, Florida, and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. I'll tell you what, we got a lot going on. Tomorrow night, Slew Billikens basketball. They'll wrap up their regular season here on KMOX and get ready for the A-10 tournament. We'll have all those games uh, for you. Uh, Cardinals baseball, uh, we'll have it back on the air coming up on uh, Saturday and Sunday. When it comes to uh, City SC, you can hear all those matches uh, on our sister station, Y98. And coming up uh, this weekend on uh, Saturday night, uh, Tom Ackerman is going to have a special edition of uh, Graybar Sports Open Line from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, uh, leading into City SC's first ever home match. And then following that match on Saturday, Saturday night, we are going to have the first ever edition of Extra Time with Bill McDermott live from the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern right across from City Park. That's going to be on from 10 p.m. to 12 in the morning on Saturday night. So we are absolutely 
all over the place and uh, so excited about what's going to be going on with uh, City SC as they get ready to uh, begin the home portion of their existence. And with that, we're very happy to uh, welcome on to the program. He is the Spanish language broadcaster for City SC. He is uh, Santiago Beltran. You follow him on Twitter at uh, Santi Beltran STL. Santiago, thank you so much for uh, taking some time. How are you? Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Doing great. How excited are you for uh, this upcoming uh, weekend? As uh, we saw City play this past weekend on the road, now they're going to uh, really open up City Park in style. It's a really exciting moment. Uh, It's something that has been in the making for almost four years now. And people are excited. Like There is a lot of excitement about soccer in the city, and everybody's looking forward for that first official game at City Park. Were you at all surprised? Because, I mean, the, the history of the MLS and of expansion franchises, uh, it's more often than not, teams do not have a whole lot of success in their franchise in their expansion year. Now, we don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year, but obviously it was an amazing start for the club uh, getting the win at Austin this past weekend. What was your level of, of surprise or anything that might go along with that that they were able to pick up that win? So a little bit of me was surprised just because of what you said, like expansion teams usually struggle during the first year. But at the same time, I was thinking this team, like about 12 players have been working and training together for at least a year because the team had St. Louis City 2 last year and um, the international players arrive around July. So if you think about it, this team has been playing together for a while. If you think about preseason, if you think about it in terms of preseason, basically this team has had a very long preseason, and the international players had a chance to uh, get used to playing a style, get used to uh, what Coach Carnell wanted them to do on the field. So... From that standpoint, I wasn't surprised that the team put that performance on Saturday night against one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Yeah, and to that extent, and you kind of alluded to it in in that answer, this is because of COVID, everything was pushed back an extra year. They were able to get a lot of the team uh, playing for for City 2. The infrastructure that exists, uh, the the entire soccer program, uh, they were able to get that uh, that going. How much does that extra year and just does that lead-up time really lead to maybe them being able to play at a little bit of a higher level than most expansion teams do? It's definitely really helpful. Uh, It really helped the team uh, putting the squad together, getting some guys uh, in training and playing together last year. The team was also able to bring Coach Carnell uh, in January 2022. So since the beginning, he was involved with CD2. The few trainings I was uh, able to attend, he was always there. Also at games, he was there. So it gave him a lot of time to work with the players that he already knew were going to be part of the team and also gave him time to look at some of those CD2 players that maybe had a chance to move to the first team and 
And if you look at it on, on Saturday, three players from that City 2 team, including including a 17-year-old, debuted in first division. They debuted in MLS, but that was also their first match in first division. So that's a great accomplishment for the team. And I think a lot of that has to do with all that extra year of preparation that the team had uh, to put and I was able to put things together. Can you talk through the style that they play and maybe what makes them uh, somewhat unique and why they choose the style and, wh- and why that might help them, especially in an expansion year? So the team, from what I have seen, um, they play as a unit and they stick to uh, their principles. Um, team defends really well, and when it recovers the wall, when it recovers the ball really quickly, uh, transitions into attack. And if you, if you look at the roster, you don't see like, oh, this team has like two, three big stars. Uh, all these players were recruited thinking about the system about, and about all the work we're going to have to do as a unit. So on Saturday, people will see a team, uh, a, a, a very exciting um, style of soccer, and we'll see a lot of transitions uh, to attack. And that's something uh, we got a sample of that on Saturday. The team shot, um, the team had 18 shots um, during the game. And at the same time, I was able to, to keep Austin. Um, for the most part, Austin um, only had two shots. Uh, obviously, both of them were goals, but we're able to keep some of Austin's uh, key players uh, out, and uh, Austin wasn't that same team everybody was expecting them to be. From an atmosphere standpoint, what's the expectation? I was at the uh, the exhibition that they had. Uh, it was technically City 2, but the exhibition that they had against uh, Bayer Leverkusen where the environment was just so very cool. And that was a really, really cold night, and that was an exhibition. What are you expecting from an atmosphere standpoint for the first match that really matters being played this weekend? I think it's going to be madness all over downtown St. Louis, starting on Saturday, probably around noon, 1 p.m. The club um, has uh, some things already planned, like music, food, and and different activities for for fans and kids. So I think there will be a lot of people down there, even people that won't be at the game. But uh, it's going to be really special. Um, First match uh, at the first official match at the stadium for the team and also with the excitement about this last win against Austin on Saturday and with a sold out stadium you can expect uh, a big party on Saturday downtown St. Louis. He is Santiago Beltran. He is the Spanish play-by-play broadcaster for a City SC. You follow him on Twitter at uh, Santi Beltran STL. Santiago, thank you so much for uh, taking this time with us and uh, really enjoy this weekend. It's going to be uh, it's going to be special coming up on Saturday. I will. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You bet. All right. Very good. Santiago Beltran joining us here on the program. All right. So let's go over this one more time. Just everything that is going on, uh, both from a uh, 
what's going on in person downtown on Saturday and also what's going to be going on here on KMOX. Of course, you'll be able to hear the matches. You hear all the matches on our sister station, uh, Y98. We're going to have a special Gray Bar Sports Open line Saturday night, uh, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. So that's going to uh, lead into Y98's coverage of uh, City SC. And then uh, following the match, we are going to be debuting Extra Time, Bill McDermott, uh, people call him Mr. Soccer. Mike Claiborne likes to call him Sir Soccer. He has graduated from Mr. and he has gone to Sir. So Sir Soccer, I'll go with Claibs on this one. Sir Soccer, Bill McDermott, is going to be uh, live from the Pitch Athletic Club and Tavern. That's right across from City Park. That show is going to air from uh, 10 p.m. to 12 in the morning coming up uh, on uh, Saturday. So as soon as things get done, uh, as you're driving home, make sure to be tuned in to uh, KMOX. And then when you're getting there, uh, the pep rally is going to be taking place. You know, you think about Cardinals opening day in the home opener and all the pep rallies and all the events and how much of a party and how much fun everybody has uh, in downtown St. Louis. Well, it's going to be a little bit of that uh, for City SC's opener as uh, there's going to be a pregame pep rally that's going to take place on the Purina Performance Plaza. Say that three times real fast. Pregame pep rally, Purina Performance Plaza. Uh, live entertainment, soccer-themed games, uh, Union Station attraction giveaways. Fans can enjoy uh, cold beverages from uh, the Anheuser-Busch Build-A-Bar. Uh, appearances from Bill McDermott. He's going to be there. There's going to be a walk through the rich uh, soccer history of St. Louis and then performance uh, from the St. Louis-based party band just in time from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock. So that's what's going to be going on then. All right, we'll shift gears and uh, get back to baseball and uh, talk specifically about Adam Wainwright. Here's what I hear, want to hear from you on it. You can call and you can text in. What I want to know from you, just tiny sample size, tiny sample size, just two appearances from Adam Wainwright, but the velocity is down. Exit velocity against him is up. Overall numbers, not great, and he seems to be dealing with some ailments, and now he's going to be leaving spring training to head to the World Baseball Classic. What is your confidence level that Wainwright's going to get it all together by the time the season gets started? You can call or you can text 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, call or text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into this coming up in our next segment. We are broadcasting from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. We're back with more in just a moment. It's a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Let's go! Now from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida, and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, once again, Matt Pauley. We do continue to broadcast the show live. I uh, want to hear from you on this segment. I like doing this every once in a while where I give you the chance to... Uh, sometimes I'm just curious. Sometimes I am just curious what you're thinking. And... Um, I want to know where you're at on Adam Wainwright. I was a little, I don't know if surprise is the right word. I took note. I'll say that. I took note today of some of the things that were being said on social media. And I got tagged in something. So I, I, maybe I was just more attention was being brought to uh, brought to it to me because of me being tagged in a tweet where the conversation was about Wainwright and there was a fair amount of people uh, that were uh, that were talking. Our guy Brendan Schaefer, who covers the Cardinals for uh, KMOV.com, we had him on uh, in our first week down here uh, in Jupiter. He had tagged me in something and there was a lot of responses and it was all about Wainwright and it got me thinking about from a from a fan standpoint where people are at on Wainwright. So let's go through kind of the the raw numbers on him and where he goes from here and whether or not there is something to be worried about or not. So Wainwright took the loss today. He has a 7.20 ERA in his two spring training appearances. He's thrown five innings, four runs, eight hits, four strikeouts, one walk. Did have to get five outs in one inning today. I think that is uh, notable. We'll hear a little bit more about that uh, when we hear from uh, Oliver Marmel in the second hour. But in one of his innings, there was an error committed by Brendan Donovan, and then there was a play that should have been made out in left field by Juan Yepes. They called it a hit because the ball got lost in the sun, but it was one of those. Uh, he, Wainwright did his job. It should have been an out, even though it went for a hit. So, 
you had that, and the pitch count was elevating a little bit. Uh, but the overall numbers, the, the baseball card numbers, not great for Wainwright at this point in time. The, um, the non-baseball card numbers, but numbers that are still very important. His usage and his velocity is not great. His, uh, the hardest pitch that he threw today was 86 miles per hour. He threw a sinker that came in at 86.2 miles per hour. His sinker averaged out at just under 85 miles per hour. Uh, he, his second, uh, his, his uh, cutter never threw the cutter harder than 82 miles per hour. The four-seam fastball, he never threw that one faster than 84 miles per hour. So, um, and he was pretty, he was pretty consistent on his four-seamer. He didn't throw a ton of them. He only threw three. Uh, that's not his thing. Uh, but he was sitting 84 pretty consistently on that. But the velo is not where you want it to be. Exit velo also not where you want it to be. So how hard is he getting hit? And that's an important thing to look at as well. Uh, he is getting hit fairly hard. Uh, multiple times he had the bats off, uh, batted balls came off at better than 112 miles per hour, or better than 100 miles per hour. Uh, Jose Abreu, he hit a home run. The exit value on that was uh, 112. Uh, at that point in time, there were uh, there were four balls that were hit off him with an exit value of better than 104 miles per hour. So he was getting hit hard. All right. So the, those are the numbers. Probably the most important number to mention is 3-2, March 2nd. It's March 2nd. Like None of this stuff really matters at this point in time. But what else do we have to talk about? If we're going to talk about the Cardinals, if we're going to talk about spring training, we are going to discuss what is going on at the current moment. And the current moment is... Wainwright does not quite look like where he wants to be. In fact, he looks pretty far off where, where he needs to be, especially when it comes to uh, an exit velocity or a, uh, a uh, pitch velocity standpoint. Now, he talked after his last start, said that he's got a bit of a lower body issue, kind of a hitch in his delivery, and that they've identified it and they're trying to work through it and that that is impacting his velocity. He spoke to the media again today said the exact same thing, that they're still working through uh, through that. Now, I'm not a pitching coach. I'm not a pitching mechanics guru. I'm not any of those things. So I can't speak to that. I remember last year when, when he put out that social media post last year about you know everything that they kind of figured out with him and how he was looking forward to pitching again because they felt like they had found the issues that uh, that existed. I remember having Tom House on the show because he is somebody who absolutely is a pitching guru. And I remember I, I read that tweet to Tom House and I said, okay, is this a legit thing? Because I don't know enough to know if this is a, a legit thing or not. And House said, yeah, that, that seems to make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I was not out there for the Adam Wainwright media availability today because I was doing the game uh, on the stream with uh, with Klaibs. So I'll read a tweet from uh, Derek Gould of the Post-Dispatch and uh, STL Today with the exact kind of explanation of uh, what was going on there. Wainwright said he has been trying to get a muscle in his leg and lower back to engage after he had back spasms, and that has limited his leg drive, and he thinks his velocity too. So that's kind of the 
the explanation in there of what is uh, what is exactly uh, going on. He had dealt with some back spasms about three weeks ago, and that's starting to come back. So there's a lot going on. Like I, I, We've been talking for like three, four minutes. There's a lot going on right now with Adam Wainwright, and now he's leaving camp, and he's going to go to the World Baseball Classic. A lot of people on social media think that he should not go to the World Baseball Classic. I would respectfully disagree with that, and uh, we'll talk a lot more about that coming up uh, in our next hour when we'll uh, we'll touch on this side of the that side of the Wainwright story again. I think there's this is a two prong story to me. The, the the other prong is is going to the WBC the correct move for Adam Wainwright. But then the first part of this is where are you at when it comes to how confident you are about his effectiveness for this upcoming season. And if you want to chime in, we will uh, take your phone calls, we will take your text messages, and we'll take your tweets. So that's the question on the table right now. Are you concerned? What is your confidence level? How are you feeling about Adam Wainwright and his ability to be ready for the uh, start of the regular season this year? We will um, go to our text line. We've got a number of uh, texts. Uh, one from the 636 says he needs to pinpoint control and he's got to have the curveball. Otherwise, it's going to be a very long season for Adam. So I always kind of chuckle because when he throws his curveball, uh, the the stat cast data that comes in, it doesn't list it as a curveball. It lists it as a slow curveball with Wainwright because uh, Wainwright's curve today it topped out at 71 miles per hour. That's what his curveball tapped uh, topped out at today, 71.1. He was consistently throwing it uh, in the 69, 69.6, 69.7. It ended up averaging just over 70 miles per hour. So when you're throwing a curveball and it comes in under 70 miles per hour, uh, it's on the Statcast data data that it gives you. It listed as a slow curveball. So I always find that to be kind of funny that that's um that that's what they uh, they call it. His curveball today was actually it was one of his more effective pitches. So the curveball today he throws it 11 times. So that was about a quarter of his total pitches uh he throws the the curve. 23% of his usage today was the curveball. He threw it for a strike all but one time. So going back to the texter, the texter said he needs to have pinpoint control especially on the curveball. He did today. Uh, well, pinpoint control. Sometimes he threw it for strikes. I guess that there's a difference between having pinpoint control and throwing it for strikes. Like having pinpoint control means uh, you're, you're putting it exactly where you want it. Throwing it for strikes means you're throwing it in the strike zone. Very often, those two things are one and the same, but they're not always one and the same. So I don't want to. I don't want to say one thing when it's when it's really not. But he was throwing it for strikes today. 10 out of 11, and he had a pretty solid whiff rate on it. Of the 11 times that he threw it, he got seven swings, and of the seven swings, four of them were swings and misses. So the curveball was was rather effective today. In fact, when you look at his day, he got five swings and misses today. All of them were on the curveball except for one. He got one swing and miss on a cutter, 
But outside of that, it was the curveball. So if we're going to judge him on his curveball effectiveness, and if we're really going to go into the data and look at what's going on, uh, the curveball today was actually a, a pretty good pitch for him. So that's that's a good sign. In fact, uh, Oliver Marmel mentioned a couple good signs about what Wainwright did today, and we'll play that for you coming up uh, in the next hour. So that's uh, that, that's one response to the text message. Uh, a smart aleck out there decided to text in from the 314 and says, as a Cubs fan, I think Wainwright is doing awesome. I, I see what you, uh, what you did there. Uh, text message from the 248 says, too early to get very upset about Adam Wainwright. He's been around a long time, and I believe he knows how to approach spring training and build up properly in order to start the season and be effective. Uh, Mary Lynn texted in as well, kind of said uh, the uh, the same type of thing, says, I have faith in Waino. He is going to get it figured out. And that's that's kind of where I'm at. I think the thing where I pause on all this is – I really wish we could have gotten a third game in the postseason last year and seen him pitch uh, to see. Now, if he would have gone out there in that third game and struggled the way he kind of did in, in August and September, then we never get that social media message, right? Like that social media message that he sent uh, at the end of the season explaining everything that they had figured out and that he is um, that he's going to get it, uh, that you know he knew what he needed to do to get it all put back together. Uh, if he's, if he ends up pitching in the postseason and it doesn't go well, then we probably never see that message. Uh, I would have just liked to have seen now knowing like in, in retrospect and hindsight now knowing that they evidently did find whatever was going on from his mechanics and that they got it fixed. I wish we would have been able to see him pitch at the end of last year because it has been, it's been a while since he's been pitching Effectively, and that's the thing that I kind of keep going back to. Uh, he is somebody who knows his body, knows his delivery, and knows how to ramp up in spring. And the numbers right now really don't mean much of anything. Maybe they don't mean a little bit more than normal because he is trying to ramp up for the WBC and the World Baseball Classic. Absolutely, does mean something to him, and he does want to be pitching at a high level going into uh, the WBC. But for the most part, when we're thinking about it from a Cardinals perspective and not a WBC perspective, uh, where he is, uh, where he's pitching right now, it doesn't really matter all that much. And he's got a pretty solid track record at being able to uh, put it all together. Text message from the 314 says, first, I want to say that I've been a big fan of Adam. Uh, now I think he is going to be of little benefit uh, as a pitcher, but a great asset uh, relative to morale of the other players and coaches. I thought he should have retired after last season. Uh, I will always be a fan of his. I still go back. I mean, you look at what he did last year, and there were there were some really good moments, and, and not just like moments as in games, but there were moments as in periods of time. I mean, last year in May, he pitched to a 1.69 ERA over five games. Uh, then in June, he was at a 3.66 ERA over five games. In July, a 3.90 ERA over five games. And in August, it was a 2.50 ERA. So up until September, Houston really good shape. And then 
it just kind of all went bad for him right there uh, towards the end of August or towards, yeah, into August and uh, really into September is when things started struggling. Have just a couple minutes left in the segment. Let's grab a quick phone call before we uh, do get out of here. Jim has given us a call. Hey, Jim, you're on Sports Open Line. Hey, how you doing tonight? Hey, uh, Good. You know, I don't know if people, I'm, I'm sure they realize, most people, that, I mean, a pitcher's power is all generated in, in the legs. If he's if he's having a, a muscle tweak or something like that, yeah, that's going to cause a, a, the pitches to slow down. Now, if he doesn't get rid of that tweak and that muscle doesn't come back, you can't live on that curve because, you know, 67, 68, 71 mile an hour curve, you could sit on that and that's going to be dangerous. But hopefully father time isn't creeping in on him. Hopefully that's all it is. Um, I, I hope he has a decent season. I hate to see him go out in a bad way, but, you know, 41 years old, you got to start worrying. I mean, shoulder might be fine, arm might be fine. Legs, a lot harder to hit when you get in your 40s. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, Jim, and uh, I think just us normal people who are not athletes, we know that you get older and things take a little bit longer to heal. I hurt my knee like a month and a half ago, and it's still not right, and it's something that 20 years ago would have been good in three days, and that's just that's the way life goes. And to, to Jim's bigger point there, uh, the curveball at 69, it has to be complemented by something else, and that something else bluntly needs to come in just a little bit faster than what he's uh, what he's throwing right now, and you put those two things together. But all you can do is hope that uh, he's going to be able to that that these issues that he's talking through, that what, whether it was what he identified at the end of last season, what he's going through right now when it comes to the back spasms and all of that, uh, that they are just able to get all this uh, kind of figured out, and that uh, the the power that you do need from that lower body is able to come around. All right, we will uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up this uh, first hour. We'll talk some college basketball. Next hour, uh, Daniel Guerrero will join us. We'll hear from our uh, manager Oliver Marmel and his uh, daily uh, conversation. That's all coming up. It's Sports Open Line. We are at the uh, T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. Starting to wrap up our number one, it is Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. We are at the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. Again, I know Sports Open Line tomorrow night, SLU Basketball. They are set to uh, wrap up the uh, regular season, and uh, they're going to be in action tomorrow night. So we will have the broadcast for you right here on KMOX. I love, I love this time of the year. I am a big college basketball guy. I have been, I have brought... Let me let me be very clear in what I'm saying. I love my job. I love that I am in, at spring training. Like there's there's no regrets or anything with where I'm at. But I, as somebody who this is my first year not broadcasting college basketball for a team for a really really long time, and you know I look around and part of me does uh, certainly miss the experiences of broadcasting in a college uh, in a postseason conference tournament and. Uh, hoping a team gets to get postseason play beyond that. Like it's just, it's a great time of year. And right now, when you look at it uh, from a St. Louis perspective, SLU, they're going to match up against Dayton tomorrow night, where they're going to be seeded in the A-10 tournament. I, I think they can still go three through five. Uh, so there's, there's a, still a whole lot to play for. And then 
the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. It is going on as we speak at the Enterprise Center. Uh, Valpo and Murray State are playing right now. And then the final game of the evening, it's scheduled for an 8.30 start. UIC and Missouri State, the OVC tournament, it's going on in uh, Evansville, SAUE, and Southeast Missouri State. Each picked up wins yesterday. Uh, on the women's side, a lot of the Power 5 conference tournaments are going on. And then we'll see the Power 5 uh, men's conference tournaments going on uh, next week. So just all the way around, it's a fantastic, fantastic time. Hopefully, one of my, I talked about this with uh, Kevin Wheeler tonight during Total Information PM at five fifteen. I, I one of those memories or multiple time memories that I just so value and I think kind of impacted who I was as a sports fan growing up and the things that I was most interested in. I can remember going to Arch Madness and the Missouri Valley Conference tournament growing up. It's, it feels like we went on just about an every year basis. It was always one of my favorite things to do. And I think that as much as going to a slew games were awesome. And I remember going to slew games at the old arena. And then eventually uh, when they moved and, you know, going to Columbia for Missouri games, for me, like the college basketball memories as a kid that really stand out is being able to go to those Missouri Valley Conference games and the Arch Madness games. So go. go. If you get tickets, generally there are tickets available. Uh, the session tomorrow is going to begin at, at 12 noon. First game tomorrow, Northern Iowa and Bradley. Second game in the afternoon, uh, Indiana State going to match up against Belmont. Uh, and then a couple games uh, later in the day, just depending on what happens uh, today, Drake will play tomorrow, Southern Illinois. Uh, th- that's going to be, how about that? Tomorrow night, 8.30. 8.30 tomorrow night, Southern Illinois is going to play their first game of the tournament. You know, like the entire city of Carbondale is going to be, uh, is going to be there. That's going to be fun. An 8.30 game, a late night game on a Friday night for Southern Illinois in the, in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. That is going to be absolutely awesome. So one of the things that I valued growing up was how often my parents would pull me out of school. And I'm not trying to devalue education, but how often my parents would allow me to not go to school to be able to go to things like this. And it impacted me in a really positive way. And you're listening to me on the radio right now talk about sports. So obviously this is the career that I chose. I can tell you like whether it was a Cardinals opening day and always going to Cardinals opening day with my mom in the middle of the afternoon, whether it was the Valley tournament. Uh, I can remember some NCAA wrestling tournaments when they came into St. Louis being allowed to not go to school that day and, and, and go there, like all those things, I uh, always enjoyed it. So just as somebody who's doing this, pull your kids out of school. They'll be fine. I'm sure the teachers out there absolutely love that I'm saying that right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, pull your kids out of school and let them go to the uh, Valley Tournament coming up tomorrow. That is my <laughs> unsolicited advice. All right, uh, we'll take a break for the top of the hour. And uh, when we return, uh, we will uh, next hour, we got a lot going on. So Daniel Guerrero. STL Today, STL Pinch Hits, the Post-Dispatch, he's going to join us. We'll also have our daily fun with audio as we uh, listen into some of the things that Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel had to say. So that's all coming up. It's Graybar Sports Open Line. We broadcast from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. And we're back with more in just a moment after the news right here on KMOX. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.